I ate a, a bacon, egg, and cheese wrap. And, yeah. And wings. This at, morning? At like 3... No, at like 3 p.m. Bacon, egg, and cheese wrap and wings. And wings. At home? At home. Uh-huh. I ordered them. Nice. Because I was like, I want more than just a bacon, egg, and cheese wrap. But why Why are the wrap? Why not a sandwich? Because, I don't know, I like how it's, it's easier to eat, kinda. It's like... It's all in uh -huh. there. It's all contained. I just find that the wrap, or like, the burrito kind of thing, at the very end, it's just like, splaying out everywhere, and there's stuff oozing. Damn. Yeah. So you're eating like a messy wrap. Well, yeah, I feel like they explode at, at the end at some point. Yeah. Or like, I got a wrap at one of those places on, you know, like, down the street, you know, cause all these like, different, you know, like, whatever, nature. Here in hell. Yeah. Here in hell, yeah, in uh, Morgantown, hell. Oh, is it? Wait. Oh yeah, yeah, wait. we're doing it. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, yeah, in like this industrial hell that we're in. Like, I get the wraps down at, at a different place than we normally go to, and it was like vegetable wrap, and the whole thing was like so soaked in oil, uh -huh. and it was so hot, and like. So the wrap was a more just like soggy bundle, you know, and it was just, I was in, I was in here in our, you know, like little living room space. In our apartment in, in hell. In our apartment in hell. And it was just splaying all over the place. I had to get a mop yeah. out to mop up. So I didn't want to, you know, for you to get home and to be like. What's up with this mess? You if, know, like, if anything, if anything, I noticed how much cleaner the living room. Oh, which was nice. Oh well, yeah, I, I, you know, I try to make it look nice, you know, because, you know, even ah. if we're dead, we're in hell. Why not make it look nice? You know, like yeah, you know, why why live in uh, in hell if you don't have to? You can make a little. It's our. You can make your own little slice of heaven, even if you're living in hell. Yeah. And that's what uh, friendship and uh, consideration yeah. for our mutual space, that's yeah. what that achieves. Exactly. Point is, the, the whole reason I brought up the food thing is because uh, I thought eating, it, eating a bacon, egg, and cheese wrap and some wings at 3 p.m. would be like enough food for the whole day. Because when I was eating it, I was like, this seems a little excessive. That seems like a lot. Yeah. I'm gonna be full. I'm not gonna need another meal. Yeah. But now, around like 8.30, I'm finding... Woozing out. Wouldn't hurt to have another meal. And ha Yeah, get one of those sandwiches from the place down the street. Yeah. But the hell cafeteria is closed! Ah! That, yeah, they had closed it way too early. You know what, Britt? I'm... I'm I thought we could make this whole hell thing work. I did too. We couldn't even. I, th you know, I thought there was different stores. We we never we couldn't even find that Sam Goody. No, it, it was it was like all a sham, and they brought us all around, you know, the hellscape, Ugh. to East Hell, to South Hell, North Hell. We were digging. We were, we dug, like a mile down. Like we have nothing else to do, but so we can like dig. Endlessly, we got tractor trailers to dig. Nothing down. There's no Sam Goody. Yeah, we way we, down in hell. We hit up the uh, demon contractor. Yeah, said, "Hey, we're we've got an agenda. We've got a new project." They said, "What's your budget?" We said, 
you know, whatever you want, we're in hell. Oh, and for them, oh. hell is not being paid for a job. And hell, so hell yeah. So we're allowed to do. So we're yeah. allowed to do that. Yeah, that's the way that hell. That's how hell works. Is is there's all these cause and effect uh, sort of relationships, yeah. and everybody's unhappy. It's like a negative, positive. Yeah. Negative. You know, it's like whatever you would think would be the right thing. It's the negative, the inverse. Opposites attract. Yeah, people people assume that there's a nothingness, you know, when you die, and really there's just a negativity. Uh, yeah, it's just everything's kind of un. It's not like we're not being tortured. No, you know? our neighbors are like, like ghouls. Nice enough, I guess. Like party boys. But there's that like underlying lack of respect that like sort yeah. of like gets under your skin. Yeah, it's just uh, a lot of negative. Bring up the neighbors. Yeah, we don't yeah. need to get into them. Well, we um, we just need to get out of hell. We, we should we should really try to get out of hell. We gotta come up with some sort of plan or a uh, like I was saying agenda. An agenda. Yeah, because that's that's really the only way we would undie, undo this death, undo our death. Um, let's think. Wait. So the only way we would undie is by making a plan. Yeah. That's, yes. Does that make sense? That may, that's great. That's all right, good. cool. I'm all in. Um, is there a flag we could raise? Is there a ceiling? We could put up a flag and say, hey, we're down here. And hope that somebody, someone come and get us. Somebody passing by. Yeah. It's like pops out of the sidewalk somewhere. Yeah. And then hopefully they'll call a contractor. They'll start digging. Yeah. Dig down to us. They could pay that contractor too. Yeah, because they're in regular realm where could be heaven, could be hell, but they've agreed to pay for goods and services. Which yeah. I, I guess there's some balance to that. Well, when I look out the window, there there is a sky. It looks yeah. like it just goes on. It looks pretty high up. Red sky, black Red clouds. Red sky, black clouds. Yeah. What? Yeah, we could try running a flagpole up to the top of there if it, you want. It seems really hard. That seems like a lot. That seems a little harder than I want to try. We could get fireworks. Those go. Those go up pretty. That's high pretty good on their own. Yeah. Uh, but would it like go through the ground of the of the world? Is there a world above? Is there a world above? We we keep assuming that we're like below. Yeah. But perhaps we're above. Ah. Or perhaps we're you know not even in the same realm or dimension of them. So it could be a, an issue of realms. It could be an issue of physicality. Yeah. Where if we put something up or down, it doesn't matter because. That only affects our physical realm, not the psychic realm. Like if, if you're caught in a, a avalanche, you spit. See where the spit goes. See where the spit goes. Yeah. So let's try spitting. All right, it's just collecting in the it's air. Just, it just stops and collects, and, and now it's just in our ah! living room. That was so. It was so clean that, in here. It was so nice, yeah. and now there's just spittle. Spittle floating in the air. This like, really is hell. This is this is uh, trying to move it. You know, we I I did find a, a way to mail stuff. Oh, I did. I remember seeing that you can you can send postcards. Traditional sna snail mail. <laughs> snail mail. Yeah, yeah. Back to Earth. Okay. Do we remember anyone's address? I don't know my like parents' address. 
they're not. I don't think they miss me. They don't even know where you are. They don't. Yeah, I, I've, I've been living on my own for a while, so they don't really keep in touch. Uh. Send it to. Send it. To the. To the White House. Straight up to the White House. Yeah. Think they would answer it? Uh. Like they've got their own problems. They got their own problems. We could send it to the Yahoo uh, headquarters. That sounds that's and, that sounds good. Try and get something like internet based going. Yeah. Because the internet is this is this incredible. I, I I'm all for the whole snail mail thing. Because mm -hmm. that's like that's the genesis of transmission. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I love transmission. Tran Love things being transmitted. I love it. Yeah, yeah that's that's nothing what, better. That's what got us into this whole mess. Of, was our relentless pursuit of those damn transmissions. And now look what it did to us. Hell, transmitted us to hell. To hell. Um, why don't we just write down a random address? Uh, and like send them something. Send them a letter. Or, yeah, uh, like what should we send them? A letter would be kind of weird, you know. Uh, maybe some kind of like distress signal, you know, distress like signal. Like we're here. Z zero. Please come and find us. Bunch of zeros and ones. That's Morse code. That's Morse code. Or that's binary. 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 Did. So they'll have to write, read in binary. We could send them a bunch of Dewey Decimal digits mm. to have them choose specific books to read, and then if they read all the books. Uh huh. They'll be able to find the secret clues. Ooh, I like that. Of of our predicament, and we'll send them one book that starts with H. And we'll send. Oh, and another one that starts with uh, E. E. Elp. And then there'll be another yeah L, and then P yeah, and and so on and, and so forth. They'll realize that after having read four novels. They'll put together that the first says, letter in each novel spells out the word help. Help. <laughs> and they'll look at the uh, the return address. They'll see it says hell. Yeah. Came from hell. Came from hell. Needs help. Needs help. Only. You know what? The only problem with that is I don't I don't mean to like dismiss your idea. I yeah, think please. it's a very good idea. It's a brainstorming session. Um, but do people read anymore or go to libraries? You know, as far as I can tell, people, if there's one thing people like, it's listening to podcasts. People do like listening to podcasts. They cannot get enough of this stuff. It's, it, we're living in a... I mean, when we were back on Earth, it was starting to percolate a little bit. Yeah. And it felt like we were living in a golden age of podcasting. Podcasts. Long-form content. Long-form audio content produced yeah. independently or in a major network capacity and distributed... Generally, just like on their own, you know. Yeah. Uh, from, DIY. Yeah, they they rent out a little studio. Yeah. Buy a bunch of microphones, do whatever. Yeah. Put their put it online and see what happens. So it's like, not that it's like accessible. Fishing. You still gotta like pay. Yeah, you gotta pay. Uh, Did you say it's like fishing? It's like fishing. Go on. Yeah, you just put it out there and see what bites. See who bites. See who bites. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds appropriate to our predicament. See if if someone knows about what what's happening to us through a podcast. Yeah. Something might happen. Yeah. Like they would come and get us out of hell. 
But how... How would we make it so that, like... What kind of story can we tell that's so compelling that they would, like, want to seek out the creators? Ah, well, we just tell our story, right? Of, of us, us getting on a, a ship and going to a planet. And, like, you know... I don't think that's... Anybody don't think wants that's a to fun hear story? about that. Yeah. I don't think we need to put that out into the world. Yeah, that one's not... That is not a compelling <laughs> or interesting tale <laughs> in the least bit. Sure ain't. No, it, it is it is mundane. We gotta meet people on their level. Ah. They might think we're on drugs. They might think we're on drogas. On drugs. Uh, uh um. <laughs> we gotta choose a topic. So a lot of podcasts. Yeah. They it's just a topic. It could be anything. Like peanut butter. Peanut butter. I'm sure there's a peanut butter podcast. Uh. First episode, Jif. Second episode, Skippy. Third episode. Smuckers. Fourth. You know what is my favorite one? Is the uh, the one that they used to have monkeys on it. Uh huh. And it was like called like white chocolate Peanut wonderful. Butter? Yeah. White chocolate wonderful. Or like maple syrup something or other. <laughs> Like that's getting outside the realm of peanut butter, my man. You might no, alienate some is. listeners. I know. Uh, some people who are overhearing our conversation. Who? I don't know. Oh, like a podcast. I yeah, mean. like a podcast. Like a peanut butter podcast. Yeah, that's that's got like things that aren't like exactly peanut butter. Yeah, that'll divide uh, the audience. Yeah, we need to choose something that ev anybody can get behind. That's not obscure. That is. Everyone likes guess hmm. movies. No, people they all disagree about movies. Yeah, everybody's got something to prove. Uh, 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 best theme parks. Uh, best. Not a lot of people go to theme parks. You no, know? I mean there's a certain subset, but you know, uh, sports. What about sports? sports. Yeah. I, a lot of people like sports. I was never much of a sports fan myself, no, but, but uh, people seem to like it. What do we know about sports? There's, uh, there's, it's there's a game. Yeah, ultimately yeah. it's a it's a competition. It's a it's a competition uh, of characters. Yeah, the t the teammates are all you you root for your root, root, root for the home team. It's all temp. It's all uh, temporal too. You know these these players can only act in their own you know uh, stamina and physical ability for a few set of years and then yeah. they they can't. You know, and so then they got to figure out some sort of deal where they're advertising shoe cream cars. Open restaurants, arm cream. Uh, yeah, people love sports. Sports. All right, so sports. Right, we're gonna do so a sports we're gonna, podcast. We're gonna. Well, we can't. We can't make a sports podcast. You know, we, we're gonna make up our own sport. Well, no. I mean, we. No. Uh, we <gasps> have, people like to be told stuff. You know, like they like they like to know about stuff. You know, but they also in these they they want to be like this is my sport like this is what I'm yeah. into. You but know what the history of the sport maybe or oh what? the history the history yeah you know and the the way you play it and the best players yeah uh, and like the culture surrounding it yeah you know and. You know the only sport I ever well we, that we played was uh, was rugby. Rugby. That might be a good entry point in that. That's the sport that we know and love. Yeah. So yeah, let's yeah. make like a rugby 
It'll be it'll be like a, a, a history podcast. Yeah. Kind of. So that like it's like an intellectual per- it, just listening yeah. to the show is like an intellectual person. You're like, huh, huh, huh. Like you listen to it and you're like, wow, what a what an interesting yeah. thing. I didn't know that before I listened to this. And they'll like Google the names of the hosts. Yeah. Come to find that nobody's seen hide or uh, hide or tail hair or hide. Hair, yeah. Of of the hosts in you know a few years. They don't know. Yeah, they don't know where we are. They'll say, "Where did these geniuses of sport? Where'd they get off to?" They where? just release one episode and then they disappear. And the, what you know? the the mystique? Yeah, the mystique that of the gets, thing that gets anyone interested. It, you know, you put out too much stuff and people are like, "Ugh, yeah, it's just too much. Too much to too much to deal with." You gotta give them a taste. Just just like one little bit, and what? they're like. Who made this? Who made this? I need to know more. I wonder if they could do a history on tennis. I wonder if they could do a history on golf. Golf. Backgammon. Badminton. Badminton. Bands. 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 That's another one. What if those sports guys made a podcast about bands? The yeah. history of bands. See, they're, they're like, I wish they would do that. And then they would, they would write in online... You know, and then realize that we're not there. Um, come to find that we're missing. Yeah, we're missing. Yeah. That uh, last time we were seen was on a, a trash barge. Trash barge. And they would put all the pieces together. But this sounds like it's too. It's 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 more complicated. Like a listener wouldn't necessarily go through all the efforts of doing this. Like a listener might at certain points be like, "Oh, forget it. I'm gonna listen to this." Oh, my yeah, movie right. podcast. So ideally, it's like somebody would listen to the show, and then would want to make their own show. Yeah. About. About. About it. Our show and about uh, the the case of the missing boys. The the of two podcast. missing guys. Yeah. Yeah. The, so the rugby kings of podcasts. The rug. Yeah. Exactly. Where did they go? And that's that's even more mystique. That's like that's and that's so it'd be like a mystery investigative podcast. Yeah, about so 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 in essence. Yeah. We need to attract through our podcast about through our one episode podcast about rugby. Yeah. We need to attract one listener who's going to produce a where are they now style podcast. Yeah. About our podcast. And they will come to find out where we are. Yeah. And they'll they'll contact the authorities. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. They'll come get us. They'll scoop us up out of hell and off this this planet. And we'll be back in the comforter of our own homes. We'll be back in New York City, baby, before the week's over. Sounds like a plan. I think this is gonna work out just fine. Just fine.
Hey, Sean. Hey, Brett. How have you been? Been good. You know, I've been thinking a lot lately about sports. Sports? Yeah. Uh, so have I, dude. You should I see know. my journal. Oh. Just full of page upon page of etchings. You've been running through <laughs> spins. What? What? You've just been running through pens. Run through pens. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've been writing so hard with those pens that their tips rip off and, and the ink starts flowing on the page. Ugh. And I'm just writing basketball, baseball, soccer. And I'm writing them and I'm realizing like enough is enough. Yeah. People know what needs to be known about these different sports. But the one sport I keep coming back to. Yeah. Is the, the, that that faded sport that brought me and you together you remember what it was that sport called rugby i know it quite well that sport called rugby that's right hi guys welcome to our uh inaugural uh podcast episode volume one volume one of the rugby podcast by brit brit and and Sean. sean remember those names remember those names please remember those names um so look we're you know we're just doing a little podcast here about stuff we like and rugby. Rugby, mostly. one of the best sports. What? One of the best sports? The best. Sport. Come on, man. Oh, yeah, geez. come on. I mean, I got love. I got love in my heart for all sport. Yeah, like uh, all the tennis, sports balls, any, all of the balls. Yeah, that uh, are used in the games. Uh, rugby in particular. Rugby. It's so interesting, and that's what we're gonna share with you on this episode. Yeah. So. Let's first start, let's like lay down the ground rules, like where yeah. like rugby started. Where did rugby start? 1863. With uh, Gerald Rugg. Gerald Rugg. Rugby started when Gerald Rugg killed a pig. I know, I know, you Ooh. think this sounds a little dark. That's a little messed up, dude. But let me get into the rest of the story. Okay, I don't know if I'm ready for this. She's... Gerald Rugg made a pig roast for his family. They ate the pig. They ate the pig on a spit, rotating it around a fire, cooking it, letting the embers grace the sides and the flesh of the pig. But what do they do with the head? Hmm. They took they took the head. Yeah. And like a game that they other they played throw the ball. They played throw the head. It was a fun game for the kids. Yeah. But a gruesome game at that. True. And that's where the the gruesome spirit of rugby was first born. Because it's like a pretty aggressive game. It's like a pretty aggressive game. Everybody knows it as such. A lot of hoisting, grabbing, tackling. Chucking. Runkin'. Thunkin'. Bam. Boom. 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 Bam. Ha. Bam. That's why we love it. Because of the brutality of it, the violence. 1925 marked for a new era in the rugby game. That's when they started throwing the ball um, like backwards. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They, is is that part of is that part of rugby? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, yeah, totally. So they're throwing the ball backwards. Yeah, they throw it backwards to the uh, to their teammates. The catcher. The, the kicker. The catcher. The kicker and the catcher. See, that's that was the introduction of the kicker and the catcher roles in rugby as well. Because before that, like, sort of people were just running around the field, 
grabbing whatever pig head they could yeah. and then holding it above their head saying, victory, victory. Sometimes this other heads would get tossed in and uh, they didn't know what to do with like four heads on a There's field. nothing to do. You just sort of, sort of grab whatever heads you could. This was the time in rugby where there were no ins and outbounds. They could just run 200 yards to the left. Just keep running. And they're still in bounds. Yeah. The field is a modern invention. Think about it. A certain amount of distance. Yeah. Demarcated by a grid. If you're the the technology to mark that grid didn't that didn't come didn't out. come around until the early 20th century. Yeah, when people could started learning how to write. The the history of rugby follows a similar trajectory to the history of written language. Think about it. Think about it. People learned to write like a hundred years ago. And they wrote on um, pieces of paper they found lying around in the street. And they wrote little notes to each other about different stuff going on around town. And sure enough, I don't bring this up for nothing, listeners. They were talking about rugby. Everybody on the it, it, rugby was popping off in a major way. Like people were really into it. You go to the, the, the this, you see week one, the stadiums had like a few people in it, like booing them, and, yeah, like and no. making fun of it. Week two, there's like a few more people. Like some are pretty into it. Week four, fast forward a little bit, those stadiums are filled with people who are like trying to throw pig heads into the arena, but by that point, a net had been installed. By the rugby organizations, the rugby the organization of America, the, that same league that we still all know and love. They also invented the computer. <laughs> That's right, listeners. The history of rugby and the history of computing runs parallel. Runs parallel because they had to use the computers to project the scores up onto the scoreboard. Yeah, they had no idea how to do that before. No, they had to develop the technology. The first <laughs> this game to project the score onto the scoreboard. <laughs> yeah, because the the game the, from its humble origins as a, a pig head throwing game, it had to grow with the times. It had to yeah. develop into something that could be replicated and spread all across the world. During World War II, rugby was a game that was played. By, oppo- by the opposing forces, by the they would, opposing forces. Once a year, they would lay down their weapons, and on the very in the very no man's land that nobody dare cross because of war. Of war, they would they would demarcate, and they would set up the rugby they'd field. Set up the projector. They'd set up the net to they, stop the pig heads from lo- being thrown in. They would log onto their computers and get that scoreboard up and running. And the Germans would give a thumbs up, and the French guys would give a thumbs up. And they would go at it. And they'd play. Rugby. The moves in rugby. A tackle. A run. A toss. A grab. A grab. A thrust. A thrust. A must. A must. All of these would have been observed on this... World War Two era rugby game played against opposing forces. I know, listeners, you're thinking, that sounds outlandish, but see for yourself. Look up, like, pictures of World War Two and type in rugby. Rugby World War Two Into, like, your Google into search bar. Website, yeah. See what happens. Prove me wrong. 
prove us wrong prove us wrong try and find us try and find please us. try and find us try and find us and to, prove, to us, prove yeah. us wrong prove us wrong prove us wrong please just you know prove us wrong we're not right and you might want to try and locate where we're at to talk to us face to face about rugby about you know how nice it is to be living back home uh, in new york to city exist as a real to, person in the world to yeah um <laughs> prove us wrong and come and find us please come and, and find tell us, us to our faces that we're not right about the things that we just said please because we think we're very right and we will argue it to the T. We know rugby. We know what we're talking about. That's why you're tuned in. That's yeah. why you're listening and we're talking. Yeah. And so prove us wrong and come and find us and f- tell us that we're not right. Please come and find us. Please come and find us. That's it. It was the swinging 70s. Everybody is playing rugby at this point. People got hair a mile tall. Uh, pants that, that you know, at the bottom of them. They flare out. They flare out. Almost like a bell shape. A bell shape. A mile wide. The Grateful Dead were cruising around the country, kicking rugby balls to and fro. From town to town. The, the progenitor of Hackensack. Rugby. Rugby. You know, those kids that are like, no Vietnam. What are they doing? They're playing rugby. Yeah, they're protesting. Everyone's fucking playing rugby at this point. (laughs) Everyone's... God damn it. They just bring them up from baby. They're like, hey, baby, play some rugby, baby. You see, yeah, you go to all all the hospitals all over the world, Europe, Brazil... America, and you you see babies being born, and doctors handing them rugby balls. And the and, baby knows what to do. And They're the, like, 
And I got this, and Doc. Imagine, if you will, a little, a little newborn baby holding up a rugby ball like they're about to throw it. Not a strange sight. Not a strange sight. That's all too common in and 1970s America. In the 1970s, that's just what was happening with rugby. Rugby was, again, changing with the times. Yeah. It took on a whole different character. No longer were the pig heads being used, but some kind of synthetic... Uh, oblong, pig-like oblong. Pig-long. Uh, pig-like oblong. Pig-like oblong. Um, was, you know, being tossed around. Please come and find us. Please come and find us. So, it flash forward to the 80s. The, the age of excess. There was too much going on. They were starting to bring back... So rugby had, like, started to stagnate. If you can imagine. If you can imagine. Just, like, just... Open your mind just like for two seconds. Because we all know how popular rugby is now, but at, 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 at a moment in the 80s, it was like, is this all there is to is rugby? This, yeah, they were like, what? It was the age of excess. They looked to the past. They remembered that rugby used to have tons of pig heads in the arena. Just being thrown. Being thrown, thrown all around. There's blood everywhere. Everyone was soaked in pig blood. The green fields of... of of America were dyed red with the blood of pigs because this of the, the popularity the of swing in twenties. But now it's the eighties, and you know that's just doesn't fly. By that point, but by the eighties, they were they were back down to use they used one ball per game. But eight, the eighties, this is what I keep trying to get at. The eighties were the age of excess. Yeah. So they start throwing more balls back into the game. They're trying out traditional rules, all by not with pig heads, with the, with the updated pig pig like balls. Yeah. The pig long. The oblong pig long. Oblong pig long. And they're so, throwing these things to and fro. So the game has changed again, and the game has developed along with the times. It it both is becoming something new and looking backwards to what it was. Truly. You know, pop stars like uh, Andy Warhols was playing rugby. He was painting pictures of rugby ball. Yeah, he was uh, doing it himself. He had a team. He was, yeah. The, called it the Velvet Rugby Balls. That's good. <laughs> that's true. That's so true. Everybody knows it. Everyone Everybody knows. knows it. And if you think that it's not true, come and tell us. Come and... Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. Come and tell us to our faces. Come and tell us that Andy Worrells did not create the Velvet Rugby Balls. Because we believe that to be true. And this is fact. This is a podcast that we we did a bunch of research b- before recording it. So, like, if there's ever a lull in conversation, we can just look down at the paper. Yeah. And it's got all these information about rugby. It's like cool tidbits. Bits of and bobs of information. Like, one is the uh, rugby player with the most catches is uh, Tranquilus Willicus. Tranquilus Willicus is the best that ever rugged. He, he truly he, the inventor of the rug burn that classic move of rugby that man could slide down a field in 30 seconds and honestly some of these facts like you might think they're kind of weird you might, might think it's weird but when you it all of american history is pretty weird if you know where to look so Rugby just ugh. rugby is follows the trajectory of America 
and the changing of the times. Yeah, and sometimes it's bloody. Sometimes it's pig heads. Sometimes it's played with babies. Sometimes babies are playing rugby uh, in the in the uh, deliver in the what, what do you call the room where all the babies are? Baby room. Baby. <laughs> in a hospital, you know, like the nursery. The nursery. Where it's all the di- it's, it's like where the babies get swapped. Baby room by accident. Oh yeah, that's know? right. Yeah. Like if a baby were to accidentally go to the wrong family because like a nurse had an agenda. Yeah. Like had, she was trying to like do this crazy experiment to see if, if truly, nature nature versus nurture versus nurture, which is that's ultimately that's the theory of rugby. Yeah, nature versus nurture, nurture versus nature. Are you gonna are you gonna grab that ball and take it straight to the end zone, or are you gonna ride that ball, see where it lands, like and, a like a goat, like a goat, like a bucking bronco or yeah. a bucking goat. See what happens with that ball riding it like a goat. <laughs> Flash forward to the 2000s. Rugby is now digitized. Everyone's on computers. Everyone's on computers, but they also play rugby. It's like the bridge between non-digital life and, you know, waking life. Old school and new school. Dream world and... And boring day in day out slog, and in between is rugby, just some pure and simple rugby, making it all worthwhile. If you want to hear more about uh, rugby or any other show, just follow our podcast. Yeah, that's all the information about rugby that we got for you today, gang. It's gonna. Um, hopefully, there will be new episodes if we can get a sponsor. Or if like a like a rugby related sponsor, yeah. or just like a mattress, mattress whatever. company or whatever sheets, um, sheets Linens. or uh, like an investment, like an app, or like a place Some that cool delivers app a, that delivers groceries to your home. Yeah, like um, what's what's another good sponsor? It's really just like mattresses, groceries, delivery, delivery things. Yeah. Uh, and hey, if if you don't, hey. if another episode doesn't come out, you know, take that as a sign. Take that as a, I don't, a call for help. A, yeah, I don't know. That's that. That might be crazy, but it might be also the truth. It might. It might be the truth. Please come and tell us we're wrong. We're wrong. And that's the truth. Signing out.
Hey listeners, welcome back to Explore Town, the podcast where we explore cool stuff around America. Some of it may be a little weird. Some of it may be a little strange. Everything is weird and strange if you know where to look. 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 say we're all a little bit strange when it gets down to it you know the other day i was was biting off my toenails with my teeth that's isn't that strange it's pretty strange it's pretty strange but also i i understand the impulse yeah and maybe the the strange thing is that we've been trained to ignore our impulses yeah i had a I had a funny impulse the other day yeah it's to listen to this uh this interesting podcast that i found oh yeah, they only produced one, one episode. episode. Oh, isn't that interesting? I think I, I'm. That's very interesting. Yeah. I think I listened to the same podcast. This one episode podcast. Yeah. That I found at the very bottom of the Spotify. It's the talk of the town. Stitcher. Stitcher. Whatever platform I listen to, it's the talk of the town. This one episode podcast about rugby. Huh. What an interesting topic. And so that's going to be our topic today, folks. I'm all in, Joe. This one episode by a strange podcaster about rugby. But the really interesting thing is just the, the phenomenon surrounding the one episode. It was the only episode released. The only episode? Who put this strange episode onto Stitcher? <laughs> oh, that was me. They oh, mailed, that was you. They mailed us the CD directly. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I put it on Stitcher. That's right. And all the other podcasting platforms because I knew that this needed to be heard, this document. This document. This and transmission to us. Yes. Who were these boys? What are they doing? They're so excited about rugby, and yet I couldn't help but notice something of a, a call for help. You know, halfway through the episode, you'll listen. I'll play it right now. And you might want to try and locate where we're at to talk to us face to face about rugby, about, you know, how nice it is to be living back home Uh, in New York City. As a real person in the world. Yeah. Um, Prove us wrong and come and find us. Please come and, and find tell us, us to our faces that we're not right about the things that we just said. Please, because we think we're very right and we will argue it to the T. We know rugby. We know what we're talking about. That's why you're tuned in. That's yeah. why you're listening and we're talking. Yeah, and so prove us wrong and come and find us and f- tell us. That we're not right. Please come and find us. Please come and find us. It sounds like a call for help. It sounds like they're asking very directly to be found. And yet, why did they release it as a podcast? Who is the listener? What are we to listen to this? Are we the intended audience? Audience, 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 aud
so we researched this a little bit more. We asked a whole number of experts about what is it that we found. And so that's what we're going to explore today on Explore Town. Stay tuned. Josh, I'm glad you came by the uh, the store. Yeah. What you got for me this time? Well. What's this? It looks like you've got a CD for me. What's on this CD? Well, Rhonda, this is a CD about rugby. Rugby? Yeah, it's something that you know a whole lot about. I sure do. What do you think about this? People learned to write like a hundred years ago. And they wrote on... Um, pieces of paper they found lying around in the street. And they wrote little notes to each other about different stuff going on around town. And right. sure enough, I don't bring this up for nothing, listeners. They were talking about rugby. Everybody on the, the, the rugby was popping off in a major way. Like, people were really into it. You go to the, the, the this, see, week one, the stadiums had like a few people in it, like booing them. And, yeah, like, and, no. Week two, there's like a few more people, like some of them are pretty into it. Week four, fast forward a little bit, those stadiums are filled with people who are like trying to throw pig heads into the arena, but by that point a net had been installed by the rugby organizations. The rugby organization of America. The, that same league that we still all know and love. They also invented the computer. <laughs> Oh, sounds like those boys, uh, they've got a, a ripe perspective. That's right. Sounds like they've got a fresh outlook. You got any more of this podcast I can listen to? Absolutely. We have an entire episode of it. Just one episode? Just one episode. Isn't that strange? That's pretty strange. These boys seem like they got a lot to say about rugby. Yeah, it seems like they have a very informed and engaged position on rugby. You know, sometimes you think about uh, uh, different documents people leave for you. You know, you think about letters, tapes, you know, uh, emails, messages. But have you ever gotten a CD in the mail? Oh, I sure haven't. Until today. Until now. You got this strange document from some strange boys about rugby. Who are these guys? We went to uh, one of the leading engineers at uh, NASA to ask him, where do you think this recording came from? We sure did. Yeah, and so uh, tell me more about what you think where do you think this actual CD came from? Well, the actual CD has a great deal of what I like to call space dust. A space dust? Coated, yes, space dust only comes from space. And, and you, if you put anything into space, you, you bring it back down to Earth and it's going to be covered in dust. Uh-huh. Greens, blues, and golds. 
magic dust of space. So how could this CD-ROM get space dust on it? Eh, by being in space. So you're telling me that this came from space? I may not know much. I just work here on the weekends because they gave me a key to sneak in. But from what I can tell, it's covered in space dust because it came from space. What an exciting interview. There's so many people with great perspectives. Yeah, it's so cool that you get to go out there and interface with people one-to-one. And I usually just hang back in the studio and take care of the bookkeeping. And the, That's not entirely true. I edit the episode. Why don't we play back your interview with, uh, with rugby expert Horace Brown? That interview didn't go so great, though. No. It's, you know what? You it, know what? This might be an informative and engaging podcast, I, but sometimes we like to have fun. And this is this recording with Horace Brown. Sir, sir, please slow down. God, sir, whoa, 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 oh, y'all like beer? I like beer. I like beer. Sir, I like a drink. I like a drink as much as the next guy. But we're here to do an interview. Could you slow it down? Settle it down. Okay. Where do I put the microphone? Hey, hey, buddy. I am dreaming of a white Christmas just like no one's out. So, Horace, Horace, they tell me you're the rugby. My pop shield is broken, buddy. (laughs) That's that's the nature of the pop shield. There's one thing. I can impart upon to you from my uh, lifetime of working in radio is that pop shields are not a reliable thing. Horace, the people around here tell me that you're the the king of rugby. I'm also... Well, yes. The king... uh, Horace, get back here, please. We're doing an interview. Uh, I wanted to go find the peach I was eating earlier. Uh, I found it. To call me the king of rugby. That's right. I've played rugby since the 1930s when all they had were pig heads. Now what you want to talk about? <laughs> no. Uh, that's fascinating, Horace. Tell you me. know what? I play the lottery every week. You know that? I play the lottery every week. I pay my $2. I've been doing it since I was 18. Yeah. Eight, how old are you? Are you 18? I'm 43. You know what they call people like you? Oh, peach. <laughs> Why is that, Horace? Because you're uh, soft and fuzzy and juicy on the inside. 
I've been playing the lottery since I was 18. And when I was 18, I said, I asked God. I went out and I said, God, please deliver me the lottery ticket that will win me a million dollars. And you know what God did? What did God do? God waited. Waited? Waited and waited. I still haven't gotten that winning ticket, but I will. I sure will. Okay. So, is there anything else you want to tell me about rugby? Are we Um, we good here? Rugby was a game uh, that was... uh, I think we're good here, Linda. That was fun. Let's, Um, Let's pack it up. This guy's no help. This is why. This is why I, Joe. I always have. I, I prefer Joe to do the interview. I had some snacks over here. You boys, you boy want some snacks? No, we don't. It's. It, uh, we don't want any snacks. Thank you. <laughs> told you not to play that interview. It was a fun interview. It was not informative. It wasn't the right mood for our show. We're trying to find these boys. And we're, if we spend all of our time and resources going to towns in the middle of nowhere, 
talking to people about because it's that talking to people about rugby. It's but not. You know what? Show, you know, it's you not, know what? We're, we're it, talking but, at the ground level. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. These are stories from people from people who experienced it firsthand. But America, it's, it's weird. It America is weird. That's one thing we can all agree on. If you know where to look. Yeah. Uh, but th- I think the thing we're missing is that the show, although ostensibly about rugby, it goes so much deeper than that. And we really get a look into these boys' needs and their desire to be found and told they're wrong, as they like to put it wrong and come and find us and tell us that we're not right please come and find us please come and find us and it it makes me feel like the show isn't about rugby at all it's about them and their relationship interesting perspectives perhaps these kinds of documentaries have nothing at all to do with rugby but perhaps they're about being found in america it's a call for help to be known amongst the bombarding media landscape. It's a loud, loud time. And this is a quiet, quiet show. With cool music that comes in. And that we're going to just stop talking and just let you feel. Ponder. And ponder to some cool music. Here, we'll try it out right now. That was cool. It made me ponder and it made me wonder. And so... Who else have we talked to about uh, finding these boys? We should... We talked to an engineer. Robert. The engineer. About how we could go about finding them. Because we've deduced. There's space dust on the envelope. Yeah. That it is in fact about rugby. Yeah. But it's also a cry for help.
Roger, he's a little bit of a tinkerer. He keeps to himself. Knows a thing or two about cries for help. But also knows a thing or two about getting up there. About getting blast off. Knows a thing or two about lift off. Thing or two about getting up into a, you know, space. Zoom, zoom. So, hey, boys. Hey, boys. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I really enjoy it. I really enjoy the snacks. I love the production, the microphones. So, what do you want to talk to me about? I'm just an engineer. I'm nothing. I'm nothing. I don't know anything, you know? Would you uh, be willing to go up into space? Go up into space? Who am I? Neil Armstrong? Huh? No, I've, I've already forgotten your name. Please introduce yourself to the listener. Oh, boy. <laughs> let's, uh, let's just so avoid t- <laughs> names here. So you're telling me you're a blank slate. I'm a blank slate of a guy. Nobody would miss no you. One would, no one would miss you. No one would miss me, but uh, they would miss you if anything ever happened to you. All right, just give me a second here. Joe. Yeah. This guy seems ideal. Because you know, yeah. I, I, I want to find those boys. I wanna, As do I. I want like a solid conclusion. I want, I want, uh, I want closure. As anyone does. On this investigation. But I'm not going up into space getting covered. I can't go up into space. Yeah. Breathing in all that space dust. But maybe that guy can. That guy who shall remain nameless. Because he's he's a drifter. He's a drifter. A tinkerer. Hey, boys. Hey, boys. What y'all talking about, huh? Funnily enough, uh, friend, we were talking about you. Oh! You got any uh, new uh, rocket technology you'd be willing to... Oh, do I have some uh, rocket technology? Boys, boys, I got a big rocket in my basement. I hope that's not a euphemism. (laughs) Check it out. Full-fledged rocket. Fits uh, one person. And that could be me. I've... Get in the rocket. You're All going. Right. You're going to space, brother. I was looking for this opportunity Here's from this, the get go. I'm going to give you this CD. Uh huh. And you're going to listen to it. Cool. You're going to memorize the sound of those boys' voices. All right. And you're going to fly up there. All righty, Captain. Captain of the Enterprise. Cool man. Oh, I love, give me a CD. I love Next Generation. Uh huh. You know which uh, which uh, one was that? Was that the one that the guy with the the uh, glasses? He's he's the engineer. One with the funny ears. Jordy. Uh, he's an engineer too. It makes a funky sense, nose. You want to talk about Star Trek for a while? I do not. Never liked it. I was more of a Star Wars kind of guy. You know, the thing about Star Trek, it's it's, uh, too clean. You know, they're up in space, they're up doing stuff, but uh, they're closed. They're also uh, clean. Well, it's like a military operation. But Star Wars, you know, they're they're greasy, they're grimy. They go to the swamp. You know, the the man is, uh, and they hit each other with swords and stuff. That's the kind of thing I like. You know, you could be living your own Star Wars-style adventure up in space. We've all come to that conclusion, and we're gonna do it. Joe, what do you think about this? I think it's fantastic. All right, see you later, buddy.
long we wait? What happens? A signal, a sign from the heavens above. Yeah. We gave him a Nokia cell phone to call us back on. And uh, we wait and see what happens. See if he can find her. These two boys producing these documentaries. But for now, we're signing out. Signing off. This has been another episode of Explore Town. But with Joe we... and me. <laughs> Before we sign out, I'm going to just tell you a little bit about these mattresses we've been sleeping on. Oh. 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 My spine. Oh. oh. My bones. Oh. Have you ever had such a long a night rest? No, I haven't until I've ha- bought this mattress from these people. From uh, Carly. Carly. Carly's Mattress and Co. They come in and uh, it's the size of a mini fridge. And uh, it doesn't unroll or anything. It's just exactly the way it is. It's like a big sleeping bag. It's fun. You get inside that mattress and you count some disease. I like to think of it like it, the mattress is a Twinkie and I'm the cream filling. Oh. I like to think of it as the mattress is a giant snake and I'm the egg that it slowly swallows and then crushes oh, with its like strong ribs. I like to think of it like I'm the mattress is a, a big boulder and I'm like a termite with really strong jaws. I like to think of the mattress as the lone gun and that I'm the bullet. Amen, brother. Let's keep looking to the stars and more importantly, looking all around us. Because America's weird. If you know where to look. That's good. That was long, right? How long was that? It's an hour. Jesus, seriously?